in this day is very different from the past. Totally. Um, so it's also understanding like what their social media exposure is like. Yes. We have never heard of TikTok and you know, to make things so interesting in a short span of time to be so creative, actually a lot more difficult than you, you know, doing your shoot for three hours and then you edit. Mm. Because everything is instant and uh, you need to be out there, like go to market really fast. So this is the key, the, the speed as well as the velocity is really different. Mm. But I think that also helps you and teaches you and actually helps your business, doesn't it? Having these two kids yeah. who are like so fast paced. So with uh, the desire of a mom, you know, like everything had to be effortless and instant, right? Mm. So when I skinning when I first look at my vanity graveyard, because as a mom I try and error a lot, but I want something really fast free and that's why we're famous for three step because I don't want to spend more time on my vanity, I want to spend invest more time with my kids. Mm. But yet look flawless or effortless, right? So in that sense, it pushed us to the envelope of really having multitasking product. Like our serum, you can mix three serums in one, so that you have three effects in one. And I think that's important. Like a multivite, but for your face. Yes. I've heard a lot of good things from Martin about the serum, mm -hmm. but I've never come to like make my own before. You go I'll to do it later. I'll do it later. <laughs> yeah, and then Steph definitely, and then we go about, you know, after we have pushed the boundary of the serum, we have another very famous award winner is our LED Twilight, the eyeglasses. Mm -hmm. so, yes. so for those is how then you optimize. So every mom wants to optimize the results. So when putting on products is one thing, but optimizing the results, push it deep into the skin. So that's where the aging starts. I think it's important because um, as you know, mom lack of sleep as well as we don't have the luxury of time to being a spa for one no, hour, no. hour, right? And mm -hmm. mom guilt, for me, that is very... Working mom guilt, must say. Super, super. Working mom guilt. Um, it is true, right? Because we still have to do a full-time job. At the same time, you need to take good care of the kids, be that emotional well-being. When the kid is younger, it's physical well-being. To me, that is... And not just that, also I feel like in this day and age, you also want to balance life. You still want to socialize. You also have to socialize with your friends. So having to balance out all of that, Sometimes it's just really tiring. Like sometimes, honestly, there's no time for things like worrying about self, what skincare to buy. But self care, right? Like me time and self care. So we do feel that a lot of moms struggle, you know, with the choices, and we just want to make it as simple and as effortless for them. Yeah. Okay. So now we know, like, your two kids are older, and, and all this, how your product has evolved. For moms, or not just for moms, I would say, just for nights. Yeah, yeah, other nights, like modern people who are just on the go. Um, that said, how do you balance your schedule? Let's go into that since mm -hmm. we're talking about that a bit. How do you balance your mom and work schedule? Because running the business, and I understand that you're very, I would call micromanaging, but you're in hands on. Very hands on, yes, and you know everything that goes on in your brand. So, how do you manage your time with work and your children? I think there's something a lot of working moms would be very curious about. Yeah, I think first thing first is manage your energy more than just your time because energy is infinite, time is finite, right? And if you manage your energy, you'll find you have more energy to, you know, give back to the family when you're home you know, after a long day. So, taking lunch break with your colleague, you know, even meeting up a girlfriend for a cup of tea, 
think it's important to not neglect yourself. Mm. That is one. Um, and surround yourself with energetic, positive people because um, in, in that sense, you'll be surprised at how much um, you can give as well as you can take from or receive from them. So for me, um, energy management is super important to me. On the weekend, I do quite a fair bit of uh, sports. So I do core strength training. So Steph is also quite an avid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, need it, I need it. Right? Yes. Just, just to let um, the energy out. At the same time, I go for a long walk. I can do walk with my husband, so we have a me time, a um, couple time, and, and then my children. So we do, I just bought bicycles, so I hope to go cycling. Mm. Yeah, so this is where you might find that time, if you, if you keep thinking of no time, then you will have no time. Yes, yes. Yeah. This is the best story for most people as well. If you keep telling yourself you're a certain way, you'll always be in a certain way and you can never come out of that box. Yeah, if you tell yourself, I see what comes. Correct, mm, exactly, exactly. I think that's um, something that I'm trying to do as well. So I break my day, as she says, into smaller components. Mm -hmm. So I mean, I am at work 9 to 5 every day. Mm -hmm. Actually, you know, I get that 8. So 8 to 5 every day. So 8, once I set up shop, then there's a little bit of time. That's when I clear my email. So there's more the time. Then customers come in when they do. When they don't, I'm editing my podcast. So it's within that work frame. My friends will, they know that I'm always there, they will come and visit. So that's my okay, chit chat time. So it's like like she said, you just take out a little pockets of time every day. When I finish work at five, maybe three times a week, I go to the bar next door at Barbie Coast and I have my cocktail hour. Yes. I am definitely a drink. I don't think I'm an alcoholic, it's not so intense. But it's good to think, you know, every day like five, six o'clock, I'll get it. Cocktail hour, right? But it's not, it's about moderation. Mm -hmm. So I drink to de stress or just enjoy my drink and I read a book or my friends will come, one friend will come join me or I'll just talk to the person at the bar. And that's my sort of like my de stress mm -hmm. moment to break off like all the energy in the day that's very pent up. So I have like one or two drinks, my vodka soda because we want to be skinny. <laughs> vodka has the lowest calories and soda as well. And then I'll go home. And then I'll have my daughter time because then I'm still at it, like I could still have the energy for like that two hour time for my daughter and then I go to bed at 9 30. Yeah. Okay. What did you read now? Uh six or later seven. That's very good. Yeah. 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 So for me, like with the kids, because now they are older. Right. So if I'm out with my friends, um through my Instagram, I always send them my story. So they are sort of involved in my life, mm. even when I'm away from home. When of course I need to travel monthly, so I show them different uh, food that I'm taking, different friends, so they are pretty involved in my life. Wait, I have a question. Like, I mean, for me, I don't have a teenager yet. And this is something I would like to know. Like, do you think your best friends are their kids? Not best friends, but you know, do you have like a friendly a relationship? relationship? Mm. Yes, I do. Um, because my kids will ask me, um, what do you think of this fashion? Mm. You know, what do you think of this? And, um, do they like go deep into like their emotions and all that? Or, like their friendships with their friends and stuff like that? Because so, that's what I want with yeah. my daughter. I want her to ever shut me out. Right. Do you have any tips for that? Like how do you, mm -hmm. you know, nurture that kind of like friendship with your child? Yeah, so I think it's a constant bit, a bit effort, always involving them, right? Like there's this trip in, in Japan, we have a family holiday. I actually arranged for the lab, the scientists, the chemists, the innovation top leaders, wow. the lab, and we brought them behind the scenes. So they wear lab coat, they sterilize their body, 
they pack the stuff. So they, they went to my work. Oh, this is very important to me. Mm. Yes. I bring Ara to work a lot. Because yeah. I needed to see. Growing up, my father is a workaholic. He's really a workhorse. Like, he always works. But he's always, I'm working out, I'm working out. Like, he yeah. never really tells you why it's an older generation thing. So for me, I need my daughter to see what I do. This is where I am when I'm not with you. So she understands, okay, mommy's not just at work. This is what she's doing. Because mm-hmm. I don't want to think that I'm stealing time away for you. This, there's this empty box of work. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, so I think that's really important. Yes, yeah, I so agree. With that, and also, you know, interestingly, a lot of my kids, um, you only have two. Yeah, my, a lot of my kids' friends oh, right, right. follow me on Instagram. Mm. Um, and I'm fine, but they choose to follow me so that, you know, in a way, they're always interested in my life. Like, oh, your mom invented this, your mom. So they like, Are they very proud of you? I, I don't know. Actually, I think one is and one is a bit shy about me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but then they see their friends were coming, I saw your mom eyeglasses in my mom's uh, vanity room, oh. you know? And with that, it sort of really give them a sense of, you know, purpose. Like, I say, you don't have to do what I do, but you need to love what you do. Yes. So, in that sense, I'm doing as a, I do it as a role model to show them I give my 110% in what I believe in and what I do. But if they sort of rough off and they are each pursuing what their interest is, and they're like, their friend will say, Oh, your mom's so cool, like self-portrait, you are passionate, like, and your mom buy off-white, you know, like, wear off-white and stuff, so people are like, wow, but it's because I think being there with them through their journey and involving them, with, you know, from time to time, they sort of are just very naturally part of me. I think this is very important. I think my, I talked to this, I had a podcast with my daughter and I asked her, like, what advice do you have for mummies out there? One of our friendship and Ara actually literally at six years old she said the same thing. Well, I'm already six. So yeah, she's six. I'm still six. And she said, I think other mummies should be like my mommy. Every time mommy goes out, she tells me where she goes. She asks me if I want to come along. You just get them involved, whatever it is, or let them know that okay, today this thing's happening, therefore you cannot come in. But next time I'll bring you somewhere else. I think the involvement part, as you said, is very important. So what you're trying to do is like. Even throughout the growth, at every age, every time, every every phase of the life, there's just keep them involved, mm-hmm. and not just now. Where you know now they're little, it's very easy to bring them wherever you want to go. Mm-hmm. But what if when they grow, then you don't want to do whatever? You, what if they think I'm cool? You know, I mean, like fortunately for you, your children think you're cool. But I think your your grandmother, you're very cool because you're very. Know, my daughter is I'm, like she's like she's got my sense of humor. She's mm-hmm. like, mommy, you're so ugly. Like things like that, like but I know she's joking, so she may or may not. But okay, the underlying thing is get your kids involved in what you do and let them understand what you do at work. Mm-hmm. Don't just like shut it off. Like mommy's working out, mommy's working out, right? Yes. So like um sometimes when we were looking at some of uh, the influencers, you know, globally for some of the initiative that they're doing, and then I asked them to help me choose and tell me why. Mm. You know, so involving them like behind the scene kind mm. of decision making, marketing, and just yeah. teaching them how to make good business decisions as well. Yeah, I think that's important. Yes, very insightful this conversation. Mm-hmm. Do you because remember I the reverse mentorship? Yes, yes, important for us. I think what you're saying about this reverse mentorship is exactly why I continue doing my podcast. Mm. I started out with no 
great intention. It was really just for positivity. Mm. But talking to the different people is very cathartic. It's a lot. It's very insightful. It's a lot to learn from each other because even if you try with your friends, I'm not asking you to start a podcast, but if you try to just start, have one topic mm. and then split four pointers from that topic and you dig it out of each other, you learn new things about each other that you just don't know. And it's very different for having a conversation because you're probably more from A, B, C, D, like we just like run here and there. Yeah. But I when it's more directed kind of conversation. Correct. So when you sit yeah. down and have this kind of conversation, actually it brings two people much closer. Right. And actually a lot of my podcast people have turned out into, we still keep in contact to this day. Right. I mean, not every day. So the fourth point, the, one of the points is mom here. Correct. So I, I think it's a real thing. Uh, very, very real. A lot of mom, in fact, is guilty to interview mom guilt. I think, you know, to me, in my opinion, you just need to give your best wherever you are. That, and uh, you will never, you know, a lot of mom say, I'm not good enough, right, for my kid. But I feel that every mom is the best for that kid. It's a perfect mom for mm. the kid. So you just have to put up, you know, with the best version of yourself for that because it will sort it out. They will sort it out themselves, you know. For you being over worried or you know, in, in a way that you want to orchestrate how the outcome is, mm. Mm, I feel sometimes it backfires. Yes. So I rather let the flow go with the flow because the mom and child relationship is permanent and it's a legacy, right? You see this you just have to go with the flow and enjoy that moment of being together. Don't don't be too hard up. By this time, we should be doing this. Then by this, yes, yes, yes. Like, even with um, education, I feel like because um, I'm at the point where primary school is coming up, so a lot, of, <laughs> a lot of moms in here in our school is like, oh, where are you going to send this? I'm just like, outside my house. Mm-hmm. I mean, lucky for me, outside my house is still very good schools. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I didn't do anything. I'm in a phase two C. I'm that kind of. <laughs> I leave it up to fate. So. It's very tiring for me to have that kind of conversations because you know what? At, at four to five years old, I want my child to expand on her character mm-hmm. or her traits or her Meeting principles. Years, right? Yeah, rather than her academic year. So, in that way, I really, really agree with what she's saying. As much as be a mom girl at work, mm-hmm. and you really need someone to trust at home to take care of your child and let it, like she said, go with the flow, get to know your child for who they are. You cannot compare her, I can't compare my child's relationship with her children because they're different. Mm. They're different ages, they're different characters, we work in different jobs. I often hear people talk about, or like moms get together and like, they talk with them, they go back and they compare their relationships right. or they, they... Or even grades, right? They yes, yes! Um, you know, ironically, I'm not in any mom's group chat for... I can't do it, I can't do it, yeah. As well as uh, meet the parent very often, I will just ask what is the key points you want me to know. Um, so I make it a very um, controlled environment, yeah. environment in such a way that I just want my relationship with my child and they thrive on their, at their own pace. Mm. So both my kids don't go through traditional uh, school system. The reason is I really, so one of them decided to be a marine biologist, so not the the standard kind of, uh, I want my kid to be a lawyer, business person, or a doctor. And my boy is like needing to be an artist because he's super creative. And I just let him be because he's A1 in art and feel quite very of uh, <laughs> one to two core subjects. That's me. That's fine. That's me. I feel yeah. I, did, I excel only in art and English. 
Yeah, and, and I always tell them that my PhD score is really bad. But then later in life, when I feel like, okay, I will decide to do it for myself, mm. and I truly want to do it for myself, and that's when I strive for it, right? Yeah. I think that's also something we can talk about very quickly about the entrepreneurship part. Mm-hmm. A lot of entrepreneurs I know, and in FMB, because that's my circle, right? They came from nothing. Mm-hmm. They have no solid Ivy kind of education. But as she said, they wanted to make something of themselves. Mm-hmm. There is a desire in you to succeed, to do better, and to just get there. My father also came from nothing. Mm-hmm. So it's not necessary that your only way to success is that, you know, the, 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 the golden pathway, the golden ticket to go to like college, uh, you know, Ivy League school and so on. I'm not saying don't go to school, definitely. If that is what you pursue as well, go ahead. But it is not the only way, and therefore, moms out there, I would say, this is very good advice. I feel like, don't pressurize your children that way. If that is not how they are growing up to become, right? Like, don't force it down their throats. I feel like. Mm, yeah, maybe another way to identify or make it easier is two things, right? One is a one is a love language for your kid, mm. and I love this Gary Chapman book because by you. Love like the five oh, okay, love yeah. language for your kids, right? It's mainly to talk about whether the words of affirmation, the spending time, is it gift, is it you know, the different the act of service, um, yeah. so that they can connect with you a lot uh, better. And I, I went through this and I was also uh, trained to be a parent facilitator. So I volunteered church to be a parent facilitator, reason being so that I can get it ingrained in me mm-hmm. so that I practice it. So in that sense, I find that be aware what is the love language for your kids so that they could really feel the love that you have for them. That's one. The second is also learning the learning style of your kids, right? Mm. I'm very visual um, and, and, and some kids is probably more audio. So mm. my girl, like she can pick up lyrics and music really well. So you know that the different way to approach and to put it in a learning environment that's best for them. And so that they have a progress mindset mm-hmm. rather than a fixed mindset. Yes, I think yes. that's very important. Yes. The fixed mindset is get 100 points. Yes. The progress mindset, okay, you did 48, maybe you can aim for 55 this time. So it's a progress mindset. And how you get there based on, like you said, your learning strategy. Yeah. So to me, um, my boy actually said, we are the only parents with. I just passed Chinese. Oh, we were like happy in the family. <laughs> 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 my mother's the same. Yeah, and then my girl, mommy, do you know I have all the me oralist? We were like, no. <laughs> you are probably the only parent that don't know. I'm like, oh, it's fine. Just go for it. <laughs> I'm probably going to be like her, for sure. Um, I think really listening to you talk about this, in many ways, I think our parenting styles are very similar. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, Maybe it's because, I don't know, I'm just guessing, okay, maybe it's because we both run our businesses. Mm-hmm. Not that you have no time for your kids, but also you're very exposed mm-hmm. to all kinds of people. You meet a lot of different kinds of people and you meet a lot of different kinds of successful people and not successful people, lazy people. I'm sure you've met all kinds of staff and just all kinds of characters out there. And I know what I want my child to be. The best of what she can be. Yes. Not what anyone else molds her out to be. Correct. And you know, the other thing I have learned, right? Sometimes you don't have an answer to everything. So with my kid, right, when I have some problem, sometimes I'll ask them, if you were me, what would you do? I actually ask my six-year-old also. Right? Yeah. So then you're like, oh, 
it's sometimes you're very surprised yes. what they tell you. Yes. Yeah. So you're like, oh my god, that's not right. So in return, it's like ingrained in them that they won't behave like that. Mm. So it becomes a reverse learning. Yes, yes, yes. Then yeah, I agree. approach that, I think. Yeah, I 100% agree with you. Because um, I see a psychologist at one point, and this is very important. At any age, two years old, okay, it's not any age, when they're six months old, two years old onwards, right? You just don't know how much your child can take. Mm. They are very adaptive and they are very, they're really sponges. They really can understand. But of course, you don't use very deep words. Mm-hmm. At two years old, if you tell a child, you know, mommy's very tired today, like they get it. Yeah. Just keep talking to your children about your feelings, about emotions, and things like that. Whatever you want them to learn, be open of your own emotions. Because I think as mommies, the mom girl as well, we like to be strong in front of our children. Mm-hmm. I have learned at a very young age from my daughter, you don't have to be strong because you know what, mom is human. Mm-hmm. And all emotion is valid. You can be angry, you can be sad, you can be everything in front of your child because they are also everything like that to you. And you need to let them know those emotions are okay, but at the same time, while you're explaining your own emotions, like she said, it's like a reverse thing. You're asking them for advice, you're also teaching them. Mm. The other way is also having to know their friends around them because they feel that for me as teenagers, the friends is the most important. Oh yeah, right? I can imagine. So when you're very involved with your friends, uh, ask for oh, how is your friend this friend doing, uh, what do you think in the VGR relationship. No, I don't want to think about that. <laughs> so to end, do you have any advice for my? I know actually all, everything we say is for less advice, but you okay? Maybe say like five pointers for moms in general, because my advice was always about you know toddler life, and yours could be more about like older children. Yeah, I I think the most important thing is love yourself first. Uh, take care of yourself because then you will have the energy and me time. You know, having a me time, then you have the energy to go back. And give more right and you don't feel resentful because you're a mom because then that, that sort of the energy comes about and the second thing is always the energy management versus time management uh, we can be very creative in involving the kids in our life we don't have to not know about our life three is always look into you know their mistake and our mistake and say that you know look it's okay to to make mistake but we learn fast you fail fast, learn fast, right? And for having that growth mindset, everlasting learning is very important. So poetry is about embracing technology and uh, ever lifelong learning. And you can be together with your kid because even at mid 40s, I feel that it's important to know what is out there, what is my kids consuming, TikTok, um, you know, um, Telegram and stuff. So to me, this is where you can learn with the kids together. On the fifth is uh, have uh, have fun. Mm-hmm. Have fun. Very important to have fun uh, with your kids and so that it's a lifelong relationship. You want them to remember when you are grey and old, they have good old times with you. I think also for me, right? Um, I was talking about this for my friends who have single parents or even two parents mm-hmm. who why the same house but they fight about it's just not a very happy environment and where one parent always talk bad about the other parents a lot and the oh. kids feel stressed out or like the parents are in bad shape with money and then the kids feel stressed out because they feel like they have to pay. I feel like 
This is also because in the older generation, we're not taught to communicate with our children. Mm-hmm. Like I said just now, we are always taught to be strong or act strong or, or then like impose. So I feel like for me, communication, to expand on that, is very, very important. To let your kids know, of course, appropriately, where you are, how much stress you're feeling, the problems that you're facing, like she said, and they may teach you and not. I think that's very good advice for people as well, at all ages of childhood. And also, for moms who are new moms with working husbands and cannot afford like, help, I've also received a lot of friends who ask me, what do I do? Or DMs asking me, what do I do? Don't get into I feel like the way she handled it is really good. Like, don't get into a phase where you are resentful of motherhood. Mm-hmm. Once you resent it and you go down that depression spiral, I don't know how to bring you back. So, like she said, have fun with your kids. And even with the day of having a baby to take care of, right? Meet a friend for a coffee together. The friend that can have kids, can have no kids, doesn't matter. Anyone, like, go out and do something. Okay. My, my, my daughter, we used to call her sleeping baby, so she's always on the car seat walking. Chair and everywhere we go, she's with that. You know, we hold her in the basket. Mm. So she's, she can sleep anywhere. Like we, love, we decided to really, oh, from, yeah. from, from infancy, we just bring her to church without music. And so she's mm. just accustomed to it. Right. So she lives around our life mm. more than the other way around. Correct. Very modern for, because postnatal depression is very real. So mm-hmm. these are, I think, a few key things that people should understand that motherhood is fun. It's a journey for life, mm-hmm. right? Parenthood, okay, let's not be very sexist, like I'm mm-hmm. a woman, but like parenthood is for life. Have fun with it, communicate, make them part of it, that growth journey. I think like all her pointers are very legit. See, I teach you legit. All her pointers are very legit and it's very good for any parent. Yeah. Thank you so much, Sabrina, for you. doing this. Yeah. I feel like I pulled out a lot of knowledge and wisdom from you for a lot of people. Same. We are constantly learning from each other. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, folks. Bye.